emails, emails, f mails, g mails, oh, females, he mails, she mails. All we all mails for some mails. What did you say? Which one did you say? Uh, so this is M class email, which is a program for you and me and for all the children, mm-hmm. where we read emails that you send in. We discuss them. We answer them. We uh, forget to answer them and move on, and people get mad. It's yeah, everything we try you could to, ever want. We try our best, but I mean, I mean, honestly, though, we're pretty dumb. Yes. There's a reason why we were court-martialed many, many times and ended up here yeah. in lovely uh, middle-of-bum-fuck-nowhere aboard. Yeah, Doom Buggy Planet. We're lucky to have that. <laughs> we're aboard Satellite M. You know the story, and if you don't, you're very confused. Um, Get with it, though. Right? I mean, right? Right? <laughs> I mean, right? Right? So our first email of the uh-huh. evening is from Ensign Colin Brady. Goddamn Colin Brady. And it is entitled, Getting Friends into 90s Trek. Nice. He writes, Hey Trek suffixes. Okay. (laughs) I have some friends that have been getting into TOS, but are hesitant to check out TNG slash Deep Space Nine, because to them, the shows seem to have less of a fun tone and more of a melodramatic one. Well, they're wrong, and you need new friends. Next email. Next email. Our next email is from Satan. (laughs) He says, Hail Satan. (laughs) Go ahead, Colin. He says, I'm working on a list of episodes for them to watch to try and change their minds. But so Mm -hmm. far, all I can come up with is Trials and Tribulations. Any suggestions? That's a good one. Ensign Colin Brady aboard the USS Ada Loveless. That's a good one, um, because you don't need a whole lot of, like, backstory. They kind of just sort of like a one-off for Deep Space Nine. Like, well, if, as, if you're looking for Deep Space Nine episodes, the one we talked about earlier, The Magnificent Ferengi, is a yeah, really fun episode. That one's fucking good. I mean, for TNG? Does he want TNG also? Yes, TNG and Deep Space Nine. I mean, just pick the, the, the hits, the winners, Darmok, fucking uh, Inner Light. Do yeah, those. The thing is that I'm having trouble with this request is like TOS has like a camp and a fun to it or whatever, but right. it's also melodramatic as fuck. Like, yeah, I'm not. I'm trying to think of like fun, like like TNG fun. I I I mean they're all fun. Everything's fun. <laughs> yeah, like these are they're all fun episodes, even the melodramatic ones. Yeah, they're just it's just I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like what you said, Jeff. Like TOS, like is is like campy because it's like the time it was made. That's it. It's still serious though, right? Like yeah. I don't know. It's, that's tough. It's hard because like TNG episodes are like hard sci-fi most of the time. And yeah, they're melodramatic because they're you know it's on purpose. That's the idea. It's like Twilight Zone. There's like a moral. Yeah, I don't think. Your friends are going to like TNG or Deep Space Nine if they're only watching TOS because it's funny. Yeah, that's what I would say. Oh, you could make just show them Nagilum like six times. <laughs> well, he said fun, not funny. The thing is, like, <laughs> or terrifying. I'm having trouble. <laughs> Nagilum's so scary. He's so spooky. I'm having trouble thinking of episodes that are purely like. Fun without some sort of like a 
stronger storyline behind it. Right. There's a little bit of melodrama in it. Yeah. So, the Martian one, the the air, the area, not the air, the Roswell Ferengi oh, one, the little green men, little green men. Any yeah. Ferengi episode is going to be a funny episode right. you can enjoy. God, uh, the episode where Morn disappears and yeah. they have to find out what happened to him. The heist one with Morn, that's yeah. a good one. Ah, uh, fuck. They're, most of these are Deep Space Nine ones. It's true. The one where uh, Kira gets space pregnant. <laughs> Is that fun? Uh, it was fun before they filmed it for Kira's actress and Alexander Siddig. For <laughs> hey! a visitor and Alexander Siddig. Or yeah. Siddig Alphadil, anyway. Ow. Um, <laughs> where did Alexander come from, Siddig? Where did I, think it's a sta- I think it's a stage name. Yeah, but also, he just chose it. He was like, Alexander yeah. sounds good. Like Alexander the Great, right? Yeah. Probably. Um, I guess... Those are the the suggestions we can give you. Most of them are Deep Space Nine, unfortunately. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of, like, super campy, like, just goofy. I don't know. I would show them, like, a serious TNG one, though, and just, like, see what it does to them. Just experiment with them. Just be like, fuck it. Try this. Like, Darmok is a really great episode. The Inner Light, like... I'd say Best of Both Worlds would be a really great one as well. Like, the two-parter. Yeah, that would be good. I think... I think Masks. the thing is, <laughs> I think the thing the thing is maybe, um, and no disrespect, Mr. Colin Brady, I would never step to you incorrect, but uh, <laughs> you might be coming at this a little wrong. Like mm-hmm. uh, they're into TNG because of the fun, campy tone and everything, and um, if you try to introduce them to TNG and Deep Space Nine in a way that's like, oh, we'll see how campy and fun it Similar, is. Similar, well, yeah, they might then, be disappointed anyway. Yes. They're, yeah. And they're also, like, not going to get the rest of the series. Right. They're, they're not, not going to get into it. Right. So try to show them just the ones that you think the series embody. Each series yeah. embodies. That's a and better way to And if they don't do like it. it, yeah. Just be honest with them, really. Yeah. That's, like, Josh hit the nail on the head just then. Show them an episode that em- embodies what Star Trek TNG means to, is, is to you. Like, to encompasses you, yeah. It. And the same thing for Deep Space Nine. And I yeah. think if they don't care for it, then I guess they're not going to care for then it. Then they're not it your sucks. friends anymore. We're your friends now. Yeah, we're your new friends. We're the friends now. We're your friends who you pay money to, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, I, lo- I love you. Pay me. <laughs> he writes... <laughs> he finishes out by saying, Trekfully yours, Ensign Colin Brady aboard the USS Ada Loveless. Nice. Thank you. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Borat's coming back, dude. Borat's going to make a comeback for sure. He's never left for me, honestly. <laughs> Our next email is from Josh's favorite constant writer, uh-huh. Tapon. Oh, my God. Jesus. And it, it, <laughs> it is entitled, A Celebration Seems Appropriate. Oh, great. This will be fun. Ensign Henderson. Ensign Pennington. Trek Boys. Mm. Good evening. As I am sure you are aware, I first contacted you one year ago, September 19th, on M-Class email episode 21. Wow. Our relationship (laughs) is now one year long. It doesn't seem very Vulcan to commemorate that time frame. Why is that not Vulcan, you spacist? I just don't... (laughs) 
Look, I'm going to dig up stupid, but... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. They don't seem sentimental about that type of thing. They're not sentimental people. Yeah. On that day, I recommended a Vulcan collection for your broadcast, and, to date, have yet to see you discuss that topic. (laughs) Oh, God, here we go. Instead, (laughs) instead, you have elected to examine transporter accidents, turning points, abductions... Mm -hmm. And other topics which are clearly inferior to Vulcan. (laughs) Clearly. Most illogical. I can only assume that your reluctance to examine my people is out of fear of failure. (laughs) Have you been listening? I don't think we're afraid of failure. (laughs) (laughs) We're mostly in a constant state of it, honestly. Yeah, we're just failing upwards. Fear is the emotional state which governs actions most strongly, and thus it is understandable why you would stay on the safe path of past lives collections and the ilk. (laughs) Or perhaps it is pride that you have not chosen to examine any other alien species since the Romulan collection. I occasionally forget that humans still allow fear or pride to dictate their actions. Mm, this is Man, very Vulcan email. You're one of those fucking baseball playing Vulcans. To yeah, find. he's on the the ship with <laughs> Captain. What's his name? Another oh, issue God. I wish to discuss. I see my old classmate Fedco has begun to writing into you with his biological reclassifications. His research is quite profound, but the Federation Science Academy has stopped returning Fedco's hails. I appreciate your entertaining his theories. Mm, good. Well, I'm glad we did something right for once in your eyes. Jesus Christ, right? (laughs) I'm going to be very diplomatic here with with Tapan and say, Tapan, I would love to do a Vulcan uh, collection, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. (laughs) which ones would we pick? There's so many good ones. Yeah, all the Vulcan episodes are good. There's so many amazing episodes with Vulcans. We could do like 50 Vulcan episodes, dude. Also, like, we're already doing the only Vulcan episode of Deep Space Nine for our sports club. Yeah. I guess we could do the serial killer one. Yeah, we could. Oh, yeah, no, we would do that one. But that one is not very Vulcan positive. No. Well, nothing on Deep Space Nine <laughs> no, is very Vulcan no, positive. No, no. You meet a small number of Vulcans. One of them is an illegal arms dealer. Another yeah, you meet is a, three Vulcans, right? Another well, is a serial killer, and the yeah. others are a team of a racist baseball team. <laughs> <laughs> the most racist team in the league. <laughs> I need to leave now. Crash Space Danger has solicited a demonstration of a proper jumping jack form, and I must exhibit. In order to get a true idea of the mechanics of the maneuver, he has asked that I demonstrate topless, a logical request. <laughs> what? Live What's long, going on over there? Live long and prosper. Your truest friend, Tapon, of the Tapon's radio program aboard the USS Tapon's radio program. <laughs> that ship name just gets better and better. Dude, he is our truest friend, he wrote. That's amazing. I love Thanks, you Tupon. now, Tapon. I know you don't yeah. know that feeling, but I, I do. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing about me, you, and Tapon. I'm like the bones. It's true. You're the Kirk, and Tapon's obviously the Spock. You're always giving Tapon shit, but deep down inside, right. you love him. I'm just trying to get him to get used to us. 
Get used to our shitty humanness. Yeah, get used to how much we fail all the time. Okay. <laughs> our next email is from Boston Sean Dupree. Oh my god. And it's entitled Another Game Question Mark? Oh jeez, are we getting a new segment here? <laughs> hey a trick boys. Big fan of fruitless competition here. Yeah. It's been a while since we've played a game, so let's play this one. Which okay. folk said that quote? Oh, okay. Oh, wow, that's a... He says theme song plays, and that's the only one I can think of. I think you should workshop that title a little bit. <laughs> Which folk said that quote? That quote. You gotta say quote like middle, like middle America. Which quote. folk said that quote? Quote. All right, you remember the rules? I give a quote, you tell us who said it. Winner gets the title of Alpha Trek Boy, which Josh is currently defending. Okay, like, I'm not in any state of mind right now to win at this, but I'll do my best. (laughs) Like, the answers are in a different email. I don't know how to do this. How do we do that? Uh, I'll tell you what. I'll ask the question and then flash over to the other email for the answer. Okay. Okay. Um... Question one, uh, quote one, a yeah. true victory is to make your enemy see they were wrong to oppose you in the first place. And I'm fairly certain that that is Gold Ducat. Yes, I think you're right. And it is. Nice, hey. one for you. One for you. Question number two, the last time we met, you helped my people avert a war. I don't like unpaid debts. Uh, Captain, uh, Shran, 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 Shran. That is Shran, you're right. I feel like you're right on this one. Yes. And it is! Hey, I'm really trying not to look at the answers when I flash That's tough, I know, I know. It's not a perfect system. Um, three. It's unethical to harm a patient. I can inflict as much pain as I like. Bashir. I don't... I think... I think I've seen this episode of Enterprise. I think it's Yeah, lost. yeah, you're right. You're right. You're fucking right. And it is. Hey. Damn. Damn, hell he, he wrote shit. something else next to it, but I didn't stay long enough to, okay, to read we'll, it. Okay, we'll figure it out. He might have said, Josh probably said Bashir because he's like a psychic or some shit. Probably. Four, when the road before you splits in two, take the third path. Oh, God. Oh, oh Jesus, I don't know. Yeah, uh, The Traveler? I don't fucking know. I don't know that one. It's uh, Neelix. No wonder I didn't know. Uh, some stupid Neelix bumpkin shit. He even wrote, what a stupid quote. <laughs> it's d- like, it's dumb. Like, it's dumb. That's dumb, Neelix. You're uh, dumb. I am curious. Have the Q always had an absence of manners, or is it the result of some natural evolutionary process that comes with omnipotence? Picard? I think that's Janeway. Yeah, you might be right. You're going to take the lead here, big time. Oh, shit, it's Tuvok. Oh. Okay, I, dude, I don't know. I don't know either. That was tough. Um... Question six. Threats are illogical, and payment is usually expensive. I think... That sounds like... Oh, shit, that's from Journey to Babel. That's Sarek. Oh, wow. Great one. 
I wow, love dude. I fucking love Sarek. Is it Sarek, though? Do you want to say somebody else? No. I don't. I think you're right. I trust your judgment. Fuck yeah. So it's three to one? Uh. I don't know. I wasn't scoring. <laughs> I think it's three to one. Okay. Um. Okay, seven. It's over, Q. You're arrogant, you're overbearing, and you think you know everything. That's Janeway. I, th- I think you're right. I think or that's Janeway. It, it might be. Yeah, it's either Janeway or Cisco, but I think it's Janeway. It's it's Vosh. Oh, my God. I don't know a quote from Vosh. Vosh. Vash. Oh, shit, I know this one. Okay. Since the days of the first wooden vessels, all shipmasters have had one happy privilege, that of uniting two people in the bonds of matrimony. That's uh, Picard. It's Kirk. Kirk? So, oh, when he marries those two weirdos. Who who die. The guy dies. The guy dies, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, that is Kirk. Four to one. You're kicking my ass this time around. Okay, uh, next question. I gotta make a comeback here. Uh... Oh, this one's easy. I don't see no points on your ears, boy, but you sure sound like a Vulcan. That's Bones. It's Bones, baby. And it's Bones. Hey. Bones. Uh, ten. Flair is what makes the difference between artistry and mere competence. Crusher? Is that Scotty? <laughs> I don't know, man. These are uh, random. These are getting more and more hard. Riker. Okay. What do we know where that's from? Oh no. Ladies and gentlemen and all androgynous creatures, your attention please. I'm going to have to ask you all to please refrain from using your imaginations. What? Mud? I don't know. <laughs> it's like I'm trying to think of like weird like I have no idea what that's from. I have no fucking clue. Like, um, there's some. These are obscure. These are real, like, real obscure. Tom Paris. Yeah, that's a good guess. Odo. Okay. So who won that one? Oh, is uh, you did? We won that one. Hey, sure. I'm taking back the belt, baby. The I'm belt. Taking it back. You got the belt back. <laughs> and, I, I got it for slapping Josh with a chair in the last five minutes. Oh, we came in the ring and punched the ref out. <laughs> I hope you had fun with that. I had fun researching it. Talk to you later. Signed, party transport officer. <laughs> doing stump trivia in 10 forward, Boston Sean. I do like the trivia things. They're fun, but they're hard to do for us. Because, like, yeah. somebody has to look at them and... Basically, like, I think the best way to do this is to have a question, to have all the questions, and then have a big space, and then have the and then answers have the blacked answers. out at the yeah. bottom. And then you could, like, highlight them, yeah. right? Like a spoiler. Yeah. That'd be perfect. That would be good. Uh, our next email. Thank you for that, Boston. Yeah, it was That awesome. was fun. And it's it's great that I'm the Alpha Track Boy again. Yeah, it's great that I lost. Oh. <laughs> our next email is it's from It's cool. I'll get over it. Hi, Graham. Who uh, I've known for fucking ever. Mm-hmm. And he uh, titles it Trek Boys. Hello, Trek Boys. And he says, greetings or whatever. I have no idea how to start emails. Great. You're off to a good start. 
Do you think in Star Trek slash shitty real-life future movies... Oh, wait. Do you think in Star Trek, shitty future movies and TV shows are still made? Or will we reach a point where there is literally so much content that making more becomes pointless? Assuming poor media preservation doesn't lead to an even bigger spiral of remakes and reboots than we all have already. They talk about how people's real lives become more interesting than television. There isn't any television, which is, like, awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, television, like, is has yeah. mostly sucked throughout all of its history. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like 90% of TV sucks, like, always. Uh, they talk about movies a little bit in Enterprise. There's still movies. Uh, they have movie night in Enterprise. But they're also talking about, like, new movies that get made. Uh, I don't... Yeah, I think people just, like, see... You know, that the wor- universe, the world is bigger and you don't need that stuff. I think... Do I think it'll go away permanently, like, in our real life? No, I don't no. think so. I think, like... I've always imagined that holodeck characters are yeah. actors. Like, they're actors who yes. play different roles and they're, like, scanned yes. acting into the yeah. holodeck and everything. Yeah, they do their part, right? And they, they just act like a movie. Like, you do different... Yeah. Reactions, and then maybe there's like an algorithm or an AI that like yeah. Basically, makes... they do the full performance or whatever of what the holodeck situation right. is supposed to be, and they do like variations of it, and an right. algorithm fills in all fills the, in the gaps, all yeah. the gaps and everything. I've always yeah. imagined that, and I, I know that great. stage acting is huge in the future. Yeah, that comes back again, and I think, but that's always popular now. Like people yeah. really like that stuff, like Crusher. Writes a st- a play in TNG and Riker oh, plays yeah. the lead in it. That's right, and they go to the practice or whatever. And isn't Picard like the butler or something? I don't remember that. He's That's like hilarious if true, but she's like, yeah, you could be like the butler, and he's like, what? Like he's excited, and then he's like, wait, what? Because it's fucking like Patrick <laughs> Stewart, right? Like, like he's dude's um, amazing. So there are people still creating like plays and stuff, yeah. but I know. Like, TVs and movies are out. It's all, like, plays and, like, Hollow holodex. programs. Hollow books and stuff, too. Oh, yeah. So, like, right, like, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I think mo- movies and TV shows have gone the way of, like, the phonograph recording. Yeah. It's, like, gone the way of radio serials. Let's put right. it that way. That's a better, yeah, because those are still, like, you, you understand what that is, right? You know yeah. what that is. Even though, like, a, there is a radio serial based on the program you're listening to right now. It's yeah. It's called Tapon's Theater on Subspace. Go check it out. <laughs> yeah, but that one's, like, good. Yeah, we're in some of that. No, we're not. Our characters are. Oh, fuck, you're right. Come I on. almost, I almost ruined kayfabe. Yeah. <laughs> How you gotta get method, dude. Um, also, I have a pitch it or ditch it. Oh fuck! That I got Jeff to draw over six months ago and put off making an email of. But basically, what if Picard and Cisco got put on a mission to the Gamma Quadrant together? That'd be cool. And I drew it as the most awkward, silent mission ever. I remember that. I remember seeing that one. Yeah, that would be great. I mean, it's sort of hard to bring Picard back into it. Because, like, DS9, the story kind of doesn't need him anymore. Like, he serves his purpose, right? But, like, I I mean, dude, I would love it. I would watch the shit out of it. 
That would have been were... interesting for a movie. That would have been a great movie. TNG crossover. Oh my god, that'd be great. Holy shit. That would have been really good, but damn, dude, they did not do that. They should have done that. Oh my god! In like my perfect world, they stop at first contact and then they start doing DS Nine, TNG crossover. Oh, oh my man, god, that'd be so fucking good. Holy shit! You could what do if- like a prequel movie to um, uh, Voyager and have like DS Nine and uh, TNG in it. I was thinking like, what if they did like a DS Nine. Uh, a TNG crossover where they the mission is to go to the Gamma or the Delta Quadrant to try to like find where Voyager went. Like they have like a weird wormhole or something, and then they go, but like they, they run into the Borg. Fail. They go, yeah, they run into the Borg and they're like, "Fuck this!" And it's like another Borg movie. Fuck it, I'll watch the shit out of that. Yeah, fuck you, Janeway. Take care of it yourself. Bye. Yeah, and like, like you don't even have to have Janeway and that crew in it, but like. It, it like writes itself like like Lacutus is like back right and then like obviously like like uh, Cisco would have a problem with the Borg still so you get the two revenge stories like going at the same time. You know what they awesome. should have done if they did if they have to do it after Nemesis, they should have had uh, Tom Hardy come back. Yeah, as uh, sh- like Shinzon corpse and like the fucking <laughs> Borg found him. Oh, and fuck. they made him into Locutus Junior. June Cutis? <laughs> low cute, low junius? I don't know. We'll, we'll fucking <laughs> workshop Latunius. it. He, like two. Like number two. <laughs> Latunius. Lotutus. Lotutus, <laughs> I'm born. <laughs> oh, fuck. And this time he's got two crazy laser beams coming out of his face. Like, maybe the Borg just fucking, like, cloned him. They just cloned Picard and made Locutus. Well, Jeff, I have a sinking suspicion we're gonna see something like that in a television yeah, show. Well, fucking CBS better license that from me, too, is all it's, I'm saying. It's, it's not gonna be <laughs> Picard, but it's gonna be something, you know. There's gonna, gonna be a Borg Queen, for sure. Borg yep, Queen's gonna come it's Data's, Data's daughter, Borg Queen. I'm calling it right now. That's Data's, what it is. Data's daughter, Lol, the Borg Queen, or just his daughter and the Borg Queen's daughter. Oh, because they fuck or some shit. I think it's Wolverine's daughter, isn't it? Might as well be. <laughs> Basically, that's what that story would be, right? Uh, he finishes up the email by saying, "I never really thought of specific details for this besides the cold open ending with Cisco hearing about being paired with Picard." And the camera focusing on his face for a few seconds before the intro, which I can see perfectly. That's awesome. Yeah, man. I, ah, dude. I, I think it should be a movie, like you said, Jeff. I think that would be great. And then we should do that with what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it'd be awesome. If you could only have four, like two characters, one from each show, a company, Picard. And yeah. Cisco, who would it be? Who would be that? Would be favorite? tough because like contractually, they all have to be in these movies, and there'd be way too many fucking people, right? But oh, like, sure, but like, Im- like imagine uh, that Hollywood rules don't matter, and you only Kira, have to bring one. You take Kira because she doesn't know anything about the Borg, right? Like she's like oh, yeah. removed from it. So you have that like what's going on element, and it's Kira. So, but she's like super competent, so she could fight. And then with Picard, you got to bring somebody who can't do a whole lot. I don't know. Can't probably wouldn't be Riker. That would make sense. Uh, if you want symmetry, it should be a female. <laughs> uh, a 
female. Female. Uh, maybe data. I mean, I just said female, but maybe data would be good. But we already did that with the Borg Queen. You're right, though. We, I'm just I'm writing like a '90s Hollywood movie, like a sausage fest. I yeah, thought better. I'm trying to like, think. Immediately, of like, my brain went to um, Worf and O'Brien. Yeah, go along with them. Oh, O'Brien would be like, cool. They're caught between like who to follow on this because Cisco and Picard aren't that's, working well together. That's fucking great. So like, well, you just add like you make like a uh, like an all star crew, right? Like, oh yeah. You, you bring like like it's maybe they, maybe they take the Defiant because it has a cloaking device. You know what I mean? Like maybe they're on yeah. the Defiant or some shit. Like right? they like they've previously shown that Troy can like sense the right the Borg from like far away. Right. So she can, like, she's sends their there. consciousness because it's boosted. Right. So she's there. Yeah. And, like, you have Kira there because she's, like, first officer to Cisco. She's right. super trusted, and she's also, like, a great fighter. Right. And also, you like... Got, you got O'Brien there because he's, like, the greatest engineer man. You can have that cop between two captains thing with him. Yeah, that'd be great. Also with Worf. Yeah, Worf's there because... Because he can cut Borg's cool hands off. Him. Yeah. Because <laughs> he killed Hawk that one time, so he's promoted. <laughs> They were like, that character would meant nothing to me. You get a promotion. <laughs> Tuvok is there for some reason. <laughs> Tuvok. He just beams like maybe oh, the doctor could be there. Like they they like transport, like Voyager contacts them and they transport the doctor onto the Defiant. Dude, what you need what would be good though to actually have Tuvok on there? Yeah. Is have like Tuvok be on like a uh, like on one of the millions of runabouts they have on the yeah. ship, the shuttles, and he gets drawn into the um, the wormhole during yeah. the one moment that it's completely stable, and the movie is them trying to figure out a way to open the bridge again to get right. Voyager out of it to get out while of the it. Borg is attacking both ships on both sides. Yes, and at the end of the movie, Tuvok has to decide whether Which he'll way go to go back and help Voyager or yeah. if he'll stay in with the the Enterprise or yeah. whatever, so that he can go back. To home. Yeah, like the Enterprise or the Define or whatever is like. They're on like the outskirts yeah. of the. They're like in the, the defiant. Yeah. It would for sure be the. Defiant. Yeah, it should be the defiant, right? Because then you get a chance to be like, yeah, we're gonna get. You get a line in there, like we'll get to see what this thing can do, what it was designed to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this was designed to kill Borg, so let's see. We're making a good movie here. Like Tuvok yeah. has this like really, this great emotional thing for a Vulcan to have to go through. Right. Like, do I, do I return to my family yeah. who I haven't seen in years and like I've was almost driven to madness because I couldn't be right. near. Or, it's very Spock. It's very much Spock-like. Yeah. Or do, yeah. like, I follow my duty? Do right. I, like, live up to my Starfleet honor and, like, my Vulcan honor and return to the Voyager? And yeah. I'm I might be lost forever, but I'll be doing what I said I would do. You get, like, a cool, like, Empire Strikes Back ending, too, where, like, nobody wins. And yeah, you're like, pretty Fuck. much. That'd be like awesome. maybe like maybe like Tuvok is like on board Voyager or whatever, and they're like, oh, like now, now we're exactly where we were before, and he's like, well, not exactly, and he has like star charts, yeah, that he got from the Defiant that'll right. help them find their way back, right? And maybe there's like, yeah, you could give him like a like a good old video game upgrade. I found these quantum torpedoes they've been using against the Dominion, right? Like, yeah, you give him a little kick, a little boost. 
Oh man, I would I love to see this, this. movie. <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. Like I would love to see like a ship that has like a Bajoran, a Klingon, and a Vulcan all together. It'd be awesome. You don't get to see that too much. No, you usually get like a maximum of like two weird aliens at a time. Yeah. And in the movies, they're real lazy about the aliens. Like, there's always kind of like one who's like in the beginning of the movie, and then they, their shift their shift ends, and they go back to their quarters, and they're never yeah. seen again. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. the beginning of Voyager, where they're like, "Ah, oh, look at this crazy diverse crew we got. Right. Oh, looks like all the aliens except Tuvok died. Oh, all the aliens died. Weird. <laughs> it's weird. We had a Betazoid, but I guess she's dead. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We have another Betazoid. He's a serial killer. Yeah, he survived. <laughs> <laughs> well, Graham, thanks for that email that led to us creating the best Star Trek movie. Yes, yeah, it's called Star Trek uh, Eight and a Half, the best one. <laughs> it's called Star Trek Three Cool Aliens. <laughs> Our next email is from Jakub. Jakub. How did he? He got on me for mispronouncing his name. Well, I don't never got on, so I'm gonna say Yakub. Yakub, yeah, I said it right. Yakub, Yakub, okay. Yeah, it's Yakub. Yakub writes, "It's getting chilly in here." As the title, okay. Can someone turn up the M class satellite thermostat? Uh, it's called Satellite M. Get it right. Thermostat. What the fuck year is this? (laughs) What? When's the last time anyone had a thermostat? What? You're telling me that the heating runs on Patreon donations at patreon.com slash mclasspodcast? Wow, what an incredible friend to do a commercial for us. (laughs) Fuck, someone better drop a dollar. Space is really cold. (laughs) Shoveling money into a furnace. (laughs) I couldn't figure out a better way to get heat. (laughs) You can do that in the future. Money is completely worth it. Yeah, you can just replicate it and just burn it. Fuck it. I'm almost done with season five of Deep Space Nine. Oh, when I started the series, I was skeptical of Ferengi-centered episodes. Now their sitcom style quickly became my favorite. Yep. These comedic plots are especially welcome in the season where Dax and Worf are always fighting and Cisco shouts every other line. <laughs> he, just, he just does that from now on. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> Pitch it or ditch it, Ferengi sitcom edition. <laughs> Replicators are down on Deep Space Nine, and the repairs are underway. Quark sets up a food delivery service that boasts Warp 11 delivery speed. (laughs) Nog and Rom wear matching outfits and deliver the orders on scooters, zooming around the promenade and habitat ring. (laughs) Profits are good, but after Sisko receives words about a number of injuries caused by reckless driving, he orders Quark to shut it down. (laughs) Replicators are mysteriously fixed the following day. Uh, I'm going to say pitch it, because uh, we didn't even talk about Aaron Eisenberg dying. Fuck, we didn't. Yeah. Oh, I, I was so excited about CBS buying our shirt. Yeah, it's okay. No, I I uh, I was really upset by that. Like, I was yeah, like, I fuck, was dude. Like, I saw it, and I, I what you typed on Twitter on our account, I thought. I, I said yeah. no. I, I said no that's out the, loud. That's the first thing I said when I saw it. I, I literally, yeah. by myself, said, said what? No. I no. Said, I said what? no. I was like, no. <laughs> Dude, it's, uh, yeah. So, I would, you know, any, you know, Aaron Eisenberg, like, I would fucking pitch that, because, like. Oh, yeah, for sure. Captain like, Nog, man. 
Nog is the character in Deep Space Nine who gets the most character growth and becomes yeah. one of the best characters in Star Trek. Yeah. And Aaron Eisenberg passing away was a tragedy, man. Like he was it only sucks. fifty some. Yeah, I, I don't. I, did he have some like a pituitary thing? I, I think, think it, I think he had a pituitary. I thing, think yeah. it was maybe. It was, I, I don't really know. I don't know, but yeah, he was really young. So that sucks. Yeah, it's fucking shitty. Uh, sorry to ruin your email with the the fucking yeah, shitty yeah, real sorry, world. Yeah, but you said nog, and it's the first thing I thought of. So. Uh, yeah, no, I would pitch it, because, like, <laughs> what if they have, like, stupid, like, little, like, Pizza Hut outfits, but it's, like, a Quark Pizza Hut outfit, like, Q. So if it's pizza, they for sure have, like, the a big piece of pizza, like, sideways on their on head. On their head, like yeah. Like, it's all futury, and there's, like, a maybe, like, a springy little pizza on their head or something. <laughs> I They're definitely wearing like silver reflective outfits yeah. with the logo on it. Yeah. <laughs> Quarks. Uh, he uh, finishes out by saying, Yours slaving away, unpaid intern Yakub. Quarks Bar, Grill, Gaming House, and Holosuite Arcade. <laughs> Thank you, Yakub. Do you have to clean the Holosuite? That sucks. God damn, that does suck. I don't think they do. I think it's probably cleans itself, but he's using a jizz mop. I don't know if the Holla Suites have the same technology a holiday. I would make sure they did. I'd be if I was Captain Cisco, <laughs> I'd be like, you have to make these clean themselves. Thank you for the email, Yakub. <laughs> um, our next email is from Commander Jack Carpenter. Oh my god! And it is entitled "The Axeman." Like, the spray? <laughs> Probably. Hey cool. there, you old Trexters. Nice. I'm excited for the sports collection because I like sports and I don't care who knows. Nice. Me too, Jack. Carpenter. Do you, do you remember the Lonely Island song? I don't remember that. We like sports and we don't care who knows. This is the second time in two minutes that Lonely Island has come up. What's going football, on? Football, 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 hockey, tennis. I don't golf. remember that one. Fuck, dude. When I say uh, sports, you say nuts. Sports. N- nut. Sports. <laughs> nut. When I say cheating, you say sucks. Cheating. Sucks. <laughs> cheating. That's the song? That's the song. I don't remember that one. I want to take a moment to recognize perhaps the most meta moment in Star Trek history. Okay. In the TNG episode Cupid... Picard is about to be executed as Robin Hood. However, Data creates a distraction, and after dispatching one guard with a backhand, Picard takes out the executioner with a double-double axe handle. Damn! That's right. Picard hits the executioner, who is wielding an actual axe, with a double axe handle (laughs) two times. The double-double axe handle. The most deadly of techniques. Against an axeman. Oh my god, you're right. That is fucking crazy. Potentially only rivaled in effectiveness by Kirk's throw himself at a dude horizontally move. Yeah, that movie rules. <laughs> it took out an entire room of men. You can make fun of it as much as you want, but... <laughs> I was watching said episode during the flight I was just on and my brain exploded, so I had to let you know about it ASAP. Damn. Anyway... That's all I've got for today. Keep up the good work, fellas. Commander Jack Carpenter, USS Virginia. That's a that's a great catch. 
the double double axe handle on like, the axe on the axe handle <laughs> <laughs> on the axe handler <laughs> fucking amazing that's great i love that episode it's a I'm, i am not a merry man uh um uh, mika uh uh burton talks about that uh, they did like a uh mike my our friend mike works at blizzard and they did like a event with uh, lavar burton where they played a uh, overwatch with him and mm-hmm. i guess he works with mika burton there and uh they were talking about like she was like i think the first time i saw you you were in spandex <laughs> with that episode <laughs> or whatever and she was like i think i showed my friends and they just laughed at it or some shit like that <laughs> that's episode rules i fucking love i love anything to do with robin hood yeah robin me too. Hood is my fucking boy yeah i'll watch it like even that like russell crowe robin hood like i'll watch yeah. that shit that's fine I, stealing from the rich and giving to the poor is my yeah. favorite thing ever hell yeah uh our next email is from henry torbert hi and it is entitled many years of m class oh god don't make me feel old again ensign pennington and ensign henderson Over the last few years, or several months for me due to time distortions, the two of you have covered a lot of hollow recordings. Mm. I just recently watched one titled Demons from Admiral Archer's Days as a Captain. (laughs) It occurred to me that a lot has happened since you covered it that that might, let's say, increase its relevance. (laughs) Are there any episodes that you've already covered that you have more to say about, either because something has happened since you talked about it, or simply because you've thought of something else to say? Oh, I always do that. I do that with, like, jokes a lot. Like, I'll write... Like, I'll tweet something, I'll be like, man, I should have said that. Like, I'm always yeah. doing that. It's... Uh, there's a level of perfectionism yeah. that comes with everything that's, yeah. like, really difficult to shake. But, yeah. like, Demons is very relevant for today, and... Yeah. it's It seems like we missed the window very slightly. Well, we're ahead of our time, so... It's true. We always have been, and we always will be. <laughs> yeah, we're. Just... I'm like scrolling back through our YouTube, where you can find all of the episodes of M Class Podcast yeah. and M Class emails we've ever done, available alongside a beautiful piece of art by who's that? Jeff Pennington. Ooh, sounds fancy. Wow, that guy sounds talented. <laughs> <laughs> sounds sexy. Sounds like I want to suck on his talent. What? Yeah, that's the most talented part of me. I hear. <laughs> Um, (laughs) i don't know the thing is we cover these topics based on when and where we're at as people when we come to them yeah it's tough to go back and look at them and be like i could have i don't really do that so much with like podcasts but yeah a podcast is very of the moment. Like, yeah. Really, at the end of this, once we've covered every episode of Star Trek ever, I guess. Sure. Um, we're not going to go back and do anything over again, because holy shit, right? <laughs> yeah, that would be crazy. Uh, there, there, are, there are things that, like... I don't think that this really applies to us, because if something comes up from a previous episode that we wanted to talk about... We can just talk about it. Yeah, we just talk about it. We get a lot of complaints from people who are... That's a great segue, isn't it? I'm like, we do? We get a lot of complaints from people who... Um, good-natured ribbing and sometimes not. Like, yeah. straight-up, like, genuine anger at us that we spoil stuff all the time. Oh, right. But, like, your job is to watch the episode, though. 
It's like during certain episodes, we talk about episodes we've already watched, oh, right, and yeah, we talk yeah. about episodes we haven't talked about yet. And the thing is, like, um, I feel like our show comes with a big sticker that says, warning, spoilers ahead, because we're talking about the show as a whole, and right. we're talking about huge chunks of it at a time. We're too, like, honestly, like, we're too Star Trek, like, experts. Like, we have watched every Star, like, I've seen so many Star Trek episodes, like, multiple times. Like, it's really hard for Jeff and I to just not talk to each other about that, you know what I mean? And to yeah. think, like, oh, well, we can't spoil it. Because, like, I mean, also the shows are, like, 20 years old. And, like, man, you can watch them. They've been on Netflix since, like, Netflix was around. Like, and I don't think we're spoiling anything. Because none of the shows are, like, entirely ongoing plots. Right. And the shows that are ongoing plots, we take special care not to spoil the major things. plot points yeah. during yeah. them. I understand frustration at having like something spoiled that you didn't know or whatever right. but there's literally no way to avoid it with the way our show is set up yeah it's just the way it goes uh yeah i don't i don't know i don't really like i don't know i i think like you said like we'll just like talk about the thing we wanted to talk about so i don't a very know free form podcast there are thoughts in my head that i've had for like years and years and years since we've been doing this for years Mm-hmm. Years, years and years. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> God, like decades, probably. I mean, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's the, the thought that I've had that we should just pick a series and watch it. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I feel like we'd miss out. Though. No, we would. If we would do it with one, we should do Enterprise, I think, because it's short yeah. and it's... Uh, the one, like, I don't think you've seen the most of. Mm-hmm. Like, we could... We could do that. We could do Enterprise and then, like, do... We could do it, like, um... Fucking timeline-wise. Right. Oh, right. Like, do it chronologically, like... Yeah, we do it chronologically and not... Yeah, that would be... I I like the collections, though. I like the collections as well. They're a lot more fun. Yeah. And it gives us, like, a reference to, like... Right. From previous episodes and ones we're gonna do to talk about the subject matter. I'm only mad there's not more Satan's episodes. <laughs> we're gonna find them. <laughs> Maybe Discovery has a few. We are fucking mining the depths to find more Satan. I was thinking about Halloween ones. Uh, we could do, like, masks... We could that would be terrible. That would suck. (laughs) Uh, We could do that. We could we could do like the serial killer. What's like spooky, right? Like the uh, yeah, the serial killer one is is like it's spooky, but it also makes you feel bad for the guy. Suter, right? That's his name. Suter. Suter. Um, let me see here. It looks like we're gonna be doing the Forge on Halloween. (laughs) Oh, that one's more like a Jesus story. Yes, we're gonna be doing either. I don't know what's what's going to come out when, timeline-wise. It might be uh, Sinkatsu. Oh, God. Which is scary because of The Rock is a big, scary man. <laughs> I have a lot to say about that. I've been thinking a lot about that. We're going to get to that. I know. I've got, I, got a lot of, I got a lot of shit I want to talk about with that one. We got to do Take Me Out to the Hollow Suite first, guest God. starring Mr. Kevin Cole. That one. Ooh. Oh! <laughs> Surprise! It's on the image. 
Like, if oh, you look is? at the episode list image, it says guest starring Kevin Oh, you Cole. put it on there? I didn't yeah. see it. Because I had to, like, figure out oh, a time God. he would be available to be on the show with him, so... I'm, like, stupid as fuck. <laughs> I'm, like, looking at this thing today to be, like, making sure what episode we're on, and I didn't even see that. I'm dumb. It is small. It's small text. Well, it's Kevin's name, so he's third billing. Yeah, he's he's always third billing behind yeah. uh, the episode name and the season number. Yes, and then <laughs> then Kevin. We know our audience. Everybody loves Kevin. Mm-hmm. Sometimes too much, I hear. Yeah, it's kind of makes me sick how much people love Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Unprecedented like honesty. On this podcast. I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Everybody loves Kevin. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. I love that guy. Uh, thanks for the email. Uh, well, he finishes out, Godspeed, Chief Petty Officer Henry Torbert, Captain USS Tchaikovsky. Wait, what? Finally Starbase 54. What are, what are you? What rank are you? He's the captain. But he's Chief the Chief Petty, Petty Officer, officer captain. captain? What kind of ship are you doing there? Are you on a ship entirely <laughs> of NCOs? What is happening? Are you on a ship made out of tires? How are you in charge of anything? Damn! <laughs> Fuck you, idiot! No, I'm <laughs> Thank you, Henry. That was a great email. Yeah, that was good. Our next email is from Rich Masters, but don't get excited. It's not uh, a new episode. Fuck me! I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> this sucks. It's called Gone Fishing. <laughs> is he on vacation? He writes Double J Boys. Given that it's the season break, I thought I'd take the opportunity to see what writing a short email felt like. <laughs> yeah. I don't care for it. If if your fingers aren't bleeding when you hit send, what's the point? That's what I'm talking about. So I guess a decision needs to be made between the two most interesting options for a rich next project. Namely, Voyager Season 1 but good. <laughs> alternate take on Picard Season 1. That's uh, tough. Whatever we decide is going to result in me taking a few weeks to prepare a plan of sorts. So let's decide right now. Oh, Which God. Is this is fucking ridiculous. Uh, uh. Yours apprehensively, Rich, chief resting boy on the USS Hardly Working. Nice. <laughs> I like that. I like that title. I like that a lot. Yeah. Me t- yeah. So my vote is obviously for Voyager Season 1, but good. Yeah, I would agree with that because, like, we don't know what Picard. I will be fucking devastated when Rich Masters makes Picard good and it's not as good. Yeah, like, that'll I feel fucking like you're kill setting me. us up for pure disappointment. Yeah, that'll if you do kill Picard me. season one. I'll be like, why aren't they doing this fucking show? I would start forwarding my emails that you send us to the fucking CBS. CBS well, we have it in now. Friends. We're like making uh, licensed uh, products <laughs> for them. So, yeah, CBS is our new best friend. So. <laughs> yeah, this giant corporation definitely cares about us. <laughs> They're licensing our shirt. <laughs> my favorite part about that, if you didn't listen to the last week's episode of M Class Podcast. CBS is uh, trying to figure out right now whether they want to distribute or they want to license our Go Climb a Rock shirt. <laughs> which is hilarious. It's so 
fucking My favorite part about it is T Public has fucked me over so hard yeah, for T-Public so long is for profit. Horrible. They're fucking horrible. Like, I make two bucks on a shirt usually. They're buttholes. Th- the shirts are eighteen dollars, and I make two bucks on a shirt. Yeah. My favorite part is we'll continue to make two bucks on a shirt, and T Public will make nothing. Yeah, CBS is gonna make. <laughs> CBS will make the rest of it, which also sucks, but fuck you, T Public. <laughs> I'll take CBS over T Public. Buttholes. <laughs> this has so, been a commercial for T Public. <laughs> TPublic.com. Eat my whole ass. <laughs> so, I, Voyager Season 1, but good, because Voyager Season 1 had all this, like, potential. Yeah. It had this cast of characters that could have been good, this concept that could have yeah. been good. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll like keep people alive, or maybe he'll, he'll rewrite whole new character. Like who knows what he's gonna do, man? Who knows? Maybe he won't use any of the characters. Maybe there'll be like everybody, <laughs> like totally different people. That'd be great. Everyone but Janeway and Tuvok dies. Yeah, Tuvok <laughs> and Janeway are alive, and then it's just like that would be awesome. Honestly, that's what that show needs. It's the whole the main crew of the sh- of the whole series is Janeway, Tuvok, and Lon Suter. How are they gonna work that shit out? <laughs> How are they gonna work it out? Indeed. <laughs> are they gonna feed him people to murder? Remember to when satiate his murder lust, or is Tuvok gonna take his murder lust? Oh, uh, that's right. He like mind melds with him. I forgot about that. Oh god, that show sucks. I'm writing it for you now, Rich. Take it. Take it and run. That show's bad. I'm sorry. It's not good. It's not very good. (laughs) We have to watch an episode of that. Uh, At least it's like later. When we get there, we'll talk about it. Because I got a lot of thoughts about this. Yeah, that's like four weeks from now. So. Yeah. That's a month. I've been thinking about it a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, I think Sunkatsu is going to be the one that's out around Halloween. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. It makes so, no sense, but okay. Yeah, we didn't really plan ahead for Halloween, but, like, I don't know. That's fine. It's hard to do that with a collection, you know? You'd have to, yeah. like, time it perfectly. We could do, like, a one-off, but, like, whatever. We're not going to do that. Yeah, we'll see. Masks. We'll see. Not masks. We're not going to do that. Uh, we're definitely not doing masks. Ever. Ever. That could be a Even Satan's. if we did a mask collection, <laughs> I wouldn't do masks. Even if we did a collection of Star Trek The Next Generation episodes entitled Masks Collection, <laughs> we wouldn't do that one. That's a good way to trick me into doing it, but even then I would figure out a way around yeah. it. Yeah. We'll just watch fucking uh, <laughs> Castle Wizard again. We just watched the movie mask. <laughs> the TV movie. Wait, which one? The one with Rocky Dennis? or the... Yeah, the one with Rocky Dennis. Not the... Smoking, not that one. Somebody stop me. Oh my god, that movie's so shitty. I like the part where he does uh, Cuban Pete. What's that? My name is Cuban Pete. I'm the king of the rumba beat. Oh, he sings. I hate that part because it's singing. I love that part because it's a jazzy dance tune. I It works for that movie though because he's like insane, right? Like he's crazy. He's a cartoon character. Yeah. With cartoon powers. He's got a hammer. Do you know in the comic book he's like a fucking serial murderer? Yeah, he's like a lunatic, right? Yeah, he uses cartoon physics to like murder people violently. Yeah, then the dog gets it, right? At the end. I don't know. Yeah, the dog gets it, and then he has a big, shitty CGI dog face. Yeah, and then there's, like, uh, the baby gets it in the other movie. 
Oh fuck! That has the fucking Jamie Kennedy. Yeah, talk about like box office cancer. Remember Jamie Kennedy? Remember MTV's Jamie Kennedy was in movies once. There was a period of time where like real casting agents who really still have a job to this day put him in a movie. This Jamie Kennedy guy, he's gonna be the next Rob Schneider. Yeah, he's pal. <laughs> he was. <laughs> I mean, that's it. they weren't wrong, and they were right, and that's why they still work. That's what, yeah, technically you're correct. The very best kind of correct. Fucking, there was a, that makes as much sense to me as the Rob Schneider era, where the nineties, Bigelow, yeah. and hot chick, and fucking. They just kept putting him in stuff, dude. Yeah. Did anybody like any of those movies? No, he was he was the best when he was just nobody in like Demolition Man, right? He was in that for like two seconds. Yeah. He's in the shitty Judge Dredd. Yeah, yeah he he's had, like in a the, fucking right. Sylvester Stallone contract during the 90s. Yeah, they were like friends or some shit. I don't know. And then he, how could you be friends with that human pile of shit? Which one are we talking about? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was talking about Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider, okay, yeah. No, yeah, man, I don't know. He's a weird dude. He's a weird guy. If you can write Rob Schneider into your season one voice. <laughs> oh, my God. Suter kind of looks Tom like Paris. Him. What if Suter's Rob Schneider? <laughs> <laughs> fuck. I would watch it. Then the show's good. Right? I'd watch the fuck out of it just because it's different. It's new to me. I, I just look back on, like... They they just they were trying to get another Jim Carrey right. They were like, "We'll we'll take this yeah. dude from like obscurity and give him his own movies, right. and he'll be like a big star." Except he had none of the skill, talent, charisma, acting no. chops, any of it. He had none of it. He wild. He was like a D list SNL guy. Like he was on like a, like every other three weeks on SNL, he'd have a sketch. And he never, he didn't have a character on SNL. No, he, he, yeah, everyone else had characters. They did, like, bits. He never had one. That I know of. I was just about to say that there was one dude on Saturday Night Live who was always super funny, and he never got a movie, but then I remember the ladies' man. Oh! His um, movie. Fuck, what is his fucking name? He was on the show for, like, 12 years. Yeah, he was on there the longest until fucking Keenan Thompson. Yeah. The new longest guy. Yeah, dude, what the fuck, man? His name is on my tip of my tongue. Tim Meadows. Yeah, yeah Tim Meadows. Yeah, Tim Meadows was really good on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, he Not was so funny. great in the ladies' man, as no. it turns out. <laughs> no, that worked as a, a sketch. Yes. Like, Wayne's World works as a movie because, like, they like made it work, right? It, it was just like a perfect t- timing thing. Like, dude, I, w- I was looking at a list of Saturday Night Live movies. Yeah, and it's literally like so strong out the gate. The Blues Brothers, right? It's amazing at first, and then it's strong again. Wayne's World, Wayne's World, right? Then it's a little weaker. Wayne's World Two, yeah, and then it's fucking like it's Pat. Yeah, fucking like Stuart Small. It's awful. It just sucks. Like, why years. would you do this? Yeah, they 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 were feeling themselves a little too much. They were like, we can do anything. Like nobody yeah, cared about Pat. Not. I thought Pat was that funny. You know what I mean? Pat's pretty fucking offensive these oh, days. Oh yeah, no. Now it's like, yeah. Now it doesn't fly. Now you see it and you're like, Ooh, yeah, okay. yeah. It's it doesn't fly now. But like, 
even then it was it wasn't that funny it wasn't like oh man but wayne's world was great like because they were great together like yeah wayne's world is one of those things that works beyond its premise yes the premise of wayne's world is like these two fucking like rocker idiots make a yeah. public access like Gen X, show from yeah. their mom's base. Gen X kids making a show, right? Yeah, and it's like just a it's like a public access joke right. thing. But they're funny beyond that. Right. As well. Yeah. Mike Myers did, fucking crashed and burned, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. He's good like as like an actor now. Uh like What's he, he been in? He was in Bohemian Rhapsody. He has what a, was he? Yeah, he plays the record executive. I did this on purpose, obviously, but he plays the record executive, whose name I don't remember, who uh, didn't want Bohemian Rhapsody to be the single on Queen's album that that was on. Oh, yeah. And he says a line like, like I, w- I think the single should be like, I'm in love with my car. That's what people really, that's what's going to get the kids really banging their heads. And it's like because of the movie, right? Because they put it <laughs> yeah. in Wayne's world. So like, he, he did the love guru or what? Yeah, that was everybody little, was just like, I'm fucking done with this guy. It was it was just too much. It was oversaturated. Like he just kept doing stuff, and it was like, dude, you don't have to. His fucking smug aura mocks me. I'm done with this guy. Yeah. So I married an axe murderer. Rules. I love that movie. That's a great movie. That was like super early in his career. That was like '93 or some shit. Like, yeah. Was that before or after Wayne? It was Wayne's? after, but it was just like a little movie. Like, it didn't. It wasn't SNL. It wasn't anything. It was just like this movie did. I don't even know who made that movie. I don't even know. I don't know either. There were a lot of movies like that around that time. Like, I'm thinking about. Well, like, that was back when they used to, like, make movies and, like, people would, like, yeah. write them and then they would make them. <laughs> and they didn't have to have anything to do with anything else. Yeah, it could just be its own thing and didn't need to be. Uh, Anything other than what it was. <laughs> I don't know. Here, I'm looking at it right now. It's got like they four don't do stars. Uh, I'd give it four stars. Thomas Schlame directed I don't fucking know who that is. What did Thomas Schlame do? Okay. The West Wing producer. He's a producer of a lot of things. Director. He directed 61 things. House of Cards. Bunch of TV. This is fascinating. Yeah, we're doing a whole thing now. <laughs> Sports night. That's a good show. We do have one email left. Oh, fuck. Okay. And it is from uh, Ace Holodeck programmer Harvey. Okay. And it is in- it is entitled Pinch It or Dinch It. <laughs> okay. Pinch so it. Pinch It or Dame Judy Dench It. <laughs> or Dench It? Is that what it is? It's it's pinch and dinch and they're spelled exactly the same. Dinch? What's what is that like? Is that a thing? I don't know. That means absolutely. Not. Okay, I'm just making sure because it could be some British thing that means like the hood of your car or something. I don't fucking know. There's probably somebody like listening right now. Like this motherfucker doesn't know what dinch. You don't means. know what dinch means. You salt, fucking bloody wanker. <laughs> Uh, hey there, sorry to everyone in every accent, I guess. I don't know what, yeah, I don't know what we did just then. Uh, <laughs> hey there, Trek boys. No bullshitting up front, just straight to the peyotes, baby. Frick! Peyote DS9. Okay. Cisco is at a loss when one of his officers inform him that after careful consideration, they believe they agree with the Dominion's ideals and would like Cisco's blessing to quietly step down from office while not advertising the reason for their re- resignation 
for fear of retaliation. What the fuck? Cisco dismisses the officer to consider his request and does the fun, angry Cisco acting after the officer leaves. Yeah, like throws something, kind of. Damn! He has to weigh his belief in individual freedom, even in times of war, against his anger over a useful officer with a good record choosing not to fight in a war that has cost the lives of so many already. This is like a conscientious objector story. Yeah. He eventually lets him go while promising not to blow up his spot, but punches him in the face or something as soon as he's dismissed. <laughs> that doesn't sound like him. That's he very punches that's, cues in the face. Yeah, that's very Patton. That's General Patton slapping a dude. I don't know. I don't know if that would fly. How does a Starfleet officer end up being a useful officer at a level to work with Cisco in the Dominion War, but also suddenly decides that they agree that total subjugation under the yeah. Dominion is, like, the dopest? It'd have to be some sort of, like, brainwashing or something, right? It could be, like, a weird alien. It could be, like, yeah. Who, like, joined Starfleet, but, like, they never really fit in in the same way, like, Worf didn't. Yeah, I think it works better if he just straight up is like, I don't want to fight in this war. Yeah, if he's a conscientious objector, that makes perfect sense. But I think that, like, Starfleet could find, like, things for him to do. Like, like they did in World War II. Like, you could be a medic. You don't carry a gun. You can ignore that shit when you're writing a story in Star Trek, though. Yeah, you could just be like, he's, like... As long as it makes sense what you're presenting to the audience, you don't have to present everything. Right. But, yeah, I agree with Josh. A conscientious objector works a lot better than yeah. like, agreeing with the Dominion. Because that's kind of what you're going for anyway, I think, right? Like, And I, I get what you're doing, and it makes sense. Like, I, I understand, and I, I think it's a good idea. Because, like, you want to Star Trek it up a little bit. You want to put that like, little Star Trek in there. Um, so there would have to be something, like... I, I, I know why you're, why you're going, but I, I don't have, like, a better answer so i can't give you a suggestion yeah, as it stands i don't i couldn't see a starfleet officer coming to that decision even if it was like a weird alien like, yeah. why would you join starfleet right. if you have those type of ideals right, right, right. the dominion isn't an ideal that is like they're like hyper fascists <laughs> like, yeah it's not an ideal that you can like yeah Defend. It's not a defend. It's not a there defensible is no defense. ideal. Is what I was yeah, trying to say. There's no defense for the Dominion. It is hyper fascism, and you don't go from like yeah unbelievable liberalism, right? Like fucking hyper fascism. Like make your grandpappy sit up in his grave at night, liberalism. Yeah. <laughs> to like straight up space Nazism. Yeah. It's like the Dominion isn't like is completely indefensible like i can't i can't figure out a way where well right that leap could be made no it's it's pure i mean it's they're they're, they're pure racist because like the changelings think they're better than everybody right yeah and everyone else is like a violent right. murderer and they have to be controlled right they're they're the ones who know they're the enlightened ones yeah they got the fucking white man's burden right bullshit. right like right yeah, I maybe it's not that he agrees or they agree with the Dominion, but they they don't want to like kill the Dominion, right? Like 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 conscious objectors don't want to like kill or fight. And like maybe he has like 
uh, sympathy for them, and that's what causes Cisco to get angry because then it makes Cisco think about like, well, what have I become? Like we've been fighting them so long. I, am I, you know, am I like dehumanizing them? You know what I mean? That could work. There's you something also, there. You could also have it to where like this guy is like helping Dominion troops. Right, right, right. Like his goal is like to. He's a conscientious objector. He doesn't believe in this war. Right. He doesn't believe that the Federation has done enough to meet the Dominion's right. like terms and everything. And like the Federation might be partially responsible. Right. So he's gonna like he's been like aiding, sure, like uh, not troops, but like Dominion citizens. Yeah, like to get out of the way of the fight. Right. Like he's more and like a this peace is causing corps. trouble for the Federation. Like the Federation is like in a weak position because like this guy's basically opening routes for the yeah. Dominion. No, that's great. That's yeah, I like that. Like he's helping the Kamarans and shit, like and they're yeah. like So you understand yeah. what he's doing, but like from Cisco's point of view and the Federation's point of view, like, he's he's aiding the enemy. Yeah, it's war. You can't do that. And he's also, like, making them completely incapable of defending these areas that he's aiding these right. civilians. They know where they are. Like, the, the Dominion is, like, kind of like Viet Conging them, right? Like, they're just yeah. sending them in, and they're, they're, he's helping them and shit, yeah. He doesn't know what he's doing, but he thinks it's worth it to help the people who are put in harm's right. way. So you understand both sides, and both sides have downsides as well. I think that's always best for like a deep, deep space, space nine for sure. Story. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, that was good. I would I would pitch that. I think there's there's a lot there. Uh, we got two more pitch it or ditches that I think I'm gonna save for next time okay. because it's two thirty in the morning. What's a dentist's favorite time? Two thirty. No man. <laughs> Tea time because they like tea. <laughs> Fuck off. T is the first letter in teeth, so I guess it checks out. Yeah. Do you uh, not like tea? Uh, tea's all right. All right. What does that mean? <laughs> God, I've I've finally splintered M class apart. It's never coming back together. Thanks for that email. I'll I'll be reading your pitch it or ditch it's on another email episode. So keep keep Yeah, we've got a we got one. a few that we gotta read read later too. There's like yeah. yeah. It's like two thirty AM. We're both very tired and Josh has an engagement tomorrow. I'm getting engaged. That's not true. I'm not getting engaged. He's not don't, getting engaged because it's not to me, so I would know. <laughs> and I wouldn't allow it if it wasn't so, to me. <laughs> So thank you to everybody who wrote in today. We fucking love reading your emails. Yeah, these were great. And if uh, you'd like your email read on the air, you can shoot that bad boy over to mclassemail at gmail.com. Send it, flick it, stick it, whatever. <laughs> Suck my dick it. Ha-ha! Ha-ha! From now on, every time I do a real good joke, I'm going to go, ha-ha! <laughs> Your wife's gonna be like, "What are you doing?" She's gonna be like, "Please stop." Just, Whatever that yeah, is, please what, stop. What has Pittsburgh done to you? <laughs> Nothing good. <laughs> let me tell you. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Um. 
You should definitely follow us on Twitter at M Class Podcast. Learn about what cool bag Odo's turning into. <laughs> Gotta do another one. I'm trying to do them every day, but I forget sometimes. So good. I'm following it with much, much interest. Anyway, <laughs> I think I'm gonna do more. Where he just does other things. <laughs> Turns into other things. You know what? While you're listening to this right now, there is a hidden podcast. What? That you're missing out on. That's crazy. It's called Jeff and Josh Shoot the Shit. Oh, man. And it's a podcast about everything that isn't Star Trek that Josh and I do together. Mm-hmm. How can I get this mystical podcast, I hear you ask? I was just going to ask that. Well, it is mystical because this week, the one you could be listening to right now yeah. is about fantasy. Ooh, that's more science that's sci-fi. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> there's trumpets for you. Sure. <laughs> wow. It's about <laughs> it's about fantasy. <laughs> like like your Lord of the Rings and your Legends of Zelda's and your Elder yeah. Scrolls. We talk about a lot of our favorite uh what started us out liking fantasy and uh we get, oh, we yeah. get out a of lot control. of our history comes out. It's really good. Yeah. And but Jeff, you didn't tell me how to get it still. What the fuck? You're really bad at this. You know what? You're right. Yeah, you are. That's it's on me. <laughs> the only way you can get this podcast is by heading over to patreon.com slash mclass podcast, slapping down five buckaroonies. Oh my god, that's only the price of a Starbucks grande coffee. It's less. It's less? How much are coffees now? They're a lot of money. Wait, how much is a grande chai? $22. What the fuck? Um, Whoa. Patreon.com slash podcast for a $5 a month pledge. You can be listening to that podcast right now. Instantaneously. And you would have been listening to this podcast that you're listening to right now a week ago yeah, you'd if have you were been a, a patron at that level. You'd have been a time-traveling podcast listener, which is, like, the best kind. Hell yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Even if you don't have $5 a month to give us, you only got $1 a month. That's the You work at the bubblegum factory, and they only pay you per chew. So Whoa. you got $1. All right. You still want to listen to that podcast? If you become a patron today, you will be able to listen to Jeff and Josh shoot the shit in one month. Damn. For for $1 a month, you will get this exclusive podcast 30 days after someone who pays quadruple what you pay. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that makes sense for a $1 a week. Right? So. Is that math? I mean, mathematically, I'm sure it balances out somewhere, sure, right? the universe is all numbers, so whatever. I don't know math, so that shows how fucking smart I am on a cosmic scale, I right? Did, I did the history. <laughs> yeah, I was an English guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the u- most useless one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> True. So become a patron today. It helps support us because there's absolutely no way we'd be doing this program or M-Class podcast for that matter if we didn't have people who were generous enough with us to give us a little bit of money every month so that we can help to pay our bills and keep a roof over our heads. And buy lots of chai tea. Uh, I use my money only for bills. That's a promise. I use mine to roll up 
into uh, little tubes and I snort cocaine through them. He also uses it to purchase the cocaine. Yeah, I don't have a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) Cocaine's still expensive. I don't do any of this. I'm just kidding, guys. When is that shit gonna go down? Yeah, when is it gonna be legal? When are we gonna be able to buy some cocaine for some reasonable prices? You know what? I wanna go back to, like, 1910 and go to a drugstore, a druggist, and go buy some fucking laudanum. (laughs) And just Hell get yeah. heroin the fuck out, dude. You know what? You want cocaine for a cheap price? Head on over to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. Drop it down. And for as low as $1 a month, hey, who knows? <laughs> I'm not saying you're going to get cocaine. Because that hey, might legally, be illegal. I can't say you're getting cocaine. <laughs> but. But who knows? Who knows, right? The universe is crazy. Crazier things in, <laughs> it's crazier things in heaven and earth, right? You're right, man. You're right. When you're right, you're right. So definitely become a patron. Thank you for your emails, everybody who wrote in. Yes, thank, thank you. Thank you guys for listening and being cool fans of what we do. We definitely appreciate each and every one of you to varying degrees. <laughs> <laughs> now we love you guys. Thank you thank so much. Thank you guys. We'll be back in one week with more M-Class goodness. Bye.